0: It's the last day of school, and there's these alarming stories that are coming out. Um, one we're finding out about this morning, and it had to do with a, a coyote attack by uh, t- against a boy who was riding his bike in East York. This happened uh, last Wednesday. An eight-year-old boy was attacked by an animal. They believe it was a coyote, based on what the boy said. And he was in the area of Thorncliffe Park Drive. So there's a bunch of high-rises, and they back onto the uh, Don River and the ravine there. And I guess he was playing around and he suffered several bites to his his elbows and legs. And the animal, he said, was salivating and foaming at the mouth during the incident. So the boy was given a rabies vaccine. There's no signs of him getting rabies yet and no confirmed cases in Toronto. So you don't have to freak out. But it is something that is worrisome, especially um, when we heard about this young two year old. And I don't know if you've seen the footage yet in her backyard in Aurora. I guess her parents have some security cameras set up around the house. It's filming. This coyote comes down in between two houses and knocks this kid over, just charges at her, knocks her over, and then takes off. So I guess with your kids getting out of school and being home, you know, this is just one more thing to worry about. It's it's gone beyond how do I keep them off the device. It's now is there a problem with coyotes that I should be worried about? So we've reached out to the experts. We're joined by Leslie Sampson, who's founding executive director of Coyote Watch, to give us the ins and outs of what exactly could be going on here. Welcome to the show, Leslie. Thank you so much, Kelly, for having me today. I don't want to alarm anyone, um, but it seems to me, and, you know, I live in the 905, I seem to be seeing more more, more and more coyotes at different times of the day. You know, I have access to some... Uh, You know, my in-laws have a farm, so I'm out there quite a bit. Used to see them at dawn and dusk. Now we're seeing them more often, like at different times of the day. Why is that?
1: Well, first of all, it's uh, pup-rearing time. So the demands for food for both parents, because they co-parent and raise their young ones together, uh, they'll be searching for food. And so if there are food provisions being provided at a particular location, that could actually encourage coyotes to overstay their welcome.
0: So I guess one of the things to be aware of is if your kids are out and in a wooded area and they, they've got food, they could be a potential target.
1: Well, so that kind of scenario is not as realistic as for example repetitive feeding at a location so if you know that there's picnic areas and people think that it's okay to throw food out to the wildlife whether it's even for birds and coyotes are going to come fox and birds of prey because that food source is there so there becomes an establishment of a reliable food source and so animals like coyotes or fox will venture to that area over and over and so if there's a location and there's a trend in sightings, that needs to be reported to the animal service agencies that are in the area so they can go and investigate. And if they need to do education on-site, it's available, but also um, determine what is attracting this particular coyote to an area. and so. You know, to talk about sightings for two or three weeks of the same animal, that situation needs to be investigated right out of the chute.
0: So if you see a coyote in your neighborhood, you should alert um, people within the Ministry of Natural Resources? Is that what you're saying? Well,
1: so the Ministry of Natural Resources does have uh, a really good information on the website, but those sightings, if it's a regular occurrence and looking at what's happening in the community, so let's say there's a lot of infrastructure building going on, which all communities, whether it's rural or urban centres, there's a lot of building and construction, so that could be one of the reasons a coyote is now navigating differently through the community. But if a coyote is wandering in and back. Yards or laying down in areas, that's an indication that food is the incentive, and so that needs to be addressed immediately through investigation, removal of food. And what do
0: coyotes eat?
1: They are omnivores. They are adaptive omnivores, so they're going to feed on carrion, which is uh animals that are already dead. They'll eat fruit, insects, small rodents, the voles, mice, rats, groundhogs, rabbits, Nat, there's plenty of natural food sources for these canids, so they do not and should not ever have food provisions from humans. Because it sets a it sets a, a really bad example of what's appropriate behavior. But some folks innocently really don't understand the connection. And so that's where education in communities is really, really important. And there's great examples of that across Ontario.
0: Coyotes can breed with wolves and dogs. I've heard of this before. Uh, There are coy wolves and coy dogs. Are we... Do you suspect that it's a hybrid that might be causing the problems with, you know, um, first of all, an Aurora going after this young uh, toddler, a two year old, and then uh, secondly, we've got this thing in this situation with an eight year old riding his bike and being attacked?
1: Right. So let's clarify first we have Eastern coyotes, which are sometimes referred to as koi wolves. Okay. Eastern coyotes do have remnant Algonquin wolf DNA, but that hybridization occurred over a century ago. So all the coyotes we have here are all eastern coyotes. So the coy wolf term, it's not as accurate and it's sensational. We need to look at who this animal is Uh, Genetically, we already know that there's remnant wolf DNA, western coyote contribution. And in some areas, depending on where the sample set is taken, there could be remnant uh, dog DNA. But there isn't that backcrossing. And this um, notion that there's coy dogs running around, it's not feasible for them to be mating with a domestic dog. Why not? Well, they can have a litter in the wintertime. Coyotes have one litter per year, just like fox and wolves and that's uh late spring so their mating is january february 63 days gestation period then the pups are born um early to late spring so right now we're ER so. uh,
0: there's no possibility of a male coyote impregnating a a female dog well
1: that likelihood is very rare and okay. they're not going to be choosing a domestic dog when okay, they mate for life. Right. Mate for life.
0: Okay. Well, okay. let me let me um, ask you this, Leslie, because yeah. you know I'm not saying that you're not an expert here, but I have seen a variation of coyote myself. Yeah. One seems to be smaller, and uh, and then you know they seem the smaller ones that I've seen. Uh, some of them are in packs. The the other one that I've seen. Uh, quite frequently, seems to be larger and fluffier, almost like a golden retriever color of hair, but more sizable than that slighter coyote. But it's definitely a coyote and it's slinking about on its own. I th- that I assumed had bred with a with a dog. Where would I be off here?
1: their morphology, which just means the way they present themselves physically, their fur, uh, the coat colours, there's a variety. You can have uh, straight black, blonde, greyish, reddish colour. So that doesn't indicate that they're breeding with domestic dogs. And coyotes by nature are roughly average 38 pounds. You have the odd one that might be more, but because they're so long and so tall, and if it's a healthy animal, the fur is going to be very thick, they present themselves as being quite large.
0: And I guess that would help with, with hunting.
1: Well, uh, well, you know what? No, I mean, when I say presenting that they're quite large is that they look heavier than they are. And we weigh constant, you know, we are weighing roadkill, the Ministry of Natural Resources. Our statistics and data are right in line with what's, you know, there. So um, up north, we're talking about different canids. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot more um, wolf genetic contribution going north so that, Particular uh, Canid without DNA sampling, you don't really know. But in the southern Ontario area, we have eastern coyotes.
0: Are you surprised to to hear about the attack on that on that young boy in East York? Um, first of all,
1: I I the foaming at the mouth. Um, I mean, there's no indication. Over fifty years of data compiled through the Ministry of Natural Resources, there hasn't been a. a Eastern coyote that has had rabies. So, um, is, is the jury's out in terms of exactly what that animal was, because it could have been a domestic dog, because all warm-blooded species are vectors for rabies, but coyotes have not uh, been in the data set for um, you know rabies statistics for the um, Ontario. So,
0: have you seen the the CCTV camera footage of that young child in Aurora?
1: Yes. and Is from, that a coyote? Yes. Yes, that's and an eastern coyote. Does yeah. that
0: shock you that an uh, eastern coyote would walk into a yard and just zero in on a kid, knock it over and run off?
1: Well, there's a lot going on in the video, and you have to look at that video in its entirety and and analyze it because um, the children were present on the street. This coyote obviously had been there before, um, and based on the reports in the media, Mm -hmm. uh, there was communication and discussions about this coyote coming into the area for several weeks. Well, we're now into a, probably a situation where food's being provided. So that coyote had nowhere to go and the that, you know, sweet little girl over. So, you know, that looking at that behavior and, and a coyote trying to escape out of an area um, is shocking. It looked
0: like and, it, but didn't it, Leslie? Maybe I'm wrong, but it, and I'm not trying to vilify coyotes. I'm really trying to yeah, clarify yeah. what's going on. But it looked to me that the coyote could have ran around this kid. There was a lot of room, and it ran straight at her and then ran off
1: well but that's that's the movement, right? There's a, a movement happening, and you know i can't I can't profess to know what's mm-hmm. going through a coyote's mind, but clearly that coyote was you know trying to get out of the area because there wasn't a continuation of interaction between the child and the coyote so um but I guess the other question is um you know uh there was a person in the video that knew that the coyote was in the backyard uh and you know still the children were back there so you know it's a so niche, if you a know there's a
0: coyote like wandering around your neighborhood and you suspect that you know it's, it's obviously not supposed to be there because it's you know out of its natural uh habitat it's probably coming in the neighborhood for garbage for or for food what do you suggest you tell your kids to do
1: well, you have to report it, first of all, and make sure it's an it's a inside job in terms of making sure that your property is wildlife-proof for, for all different species. But also, if there's something going on with a neighbor, or there's bird feeders that are unkept and there's lots of rodents underneath, those situations have to be addressed address but talking to children about wild wild smarts and even with domestic dogs you know there's we we live in with their uh domesticated cousins and there's uh many many incidents where there's interactions and you know unfortunately um oftentimes we tend to forget to talk to our children about mm. well, wildlife.
0: What would you, what you, you tell can... them? Because, I mean, there's a lot of parents listening right now. Some yeah. have seen coyotes in their neighborhood. Some are obviously alarmed by this kid in East York saying that he was attacked by what they believe was a coyote or what he believes was a coyote. What would you, if there's one thing you can tell parents before we leave, what would that be?
1: Just talk to your kids about appropriate and safe behavior and report, report sightings that are becoming a trend in, in your community. What's appropriate
0: and be, and safe behavior in your opinion?
1: So don't approach, don't approach, uh, you know, wild animals, no matter what species, but in particular coyotes or fox. And if you do see uh, one of these animals hanging around, talk to your parents and your parents can make that call and let, let the agencies know that there's been sightings of a coyote.
0: Do you think coyotes are misunderstood right now?
1: I think looking at it as being misunderstood is probably not the best approach i think we need to clarify and provide uh, accurate and thoughtful information for residents to make informed and safe decisions about wildlife that they might be attracting to their property or just what to do because you mentioned about going up north mm-hmm. i mean you're going into bear country wolf country moose and deer and you know i think uh we have to have conversations about what what is appropriate be- behavior not to taking that selfie, not photographing or videotaping and getting close up and personal.
0: Yeah, but uh, my up north was 905. It's, it's not actually up north. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I appreciate your, uh, your time today, Leslie. Thanks so much. Oh, thank
1: you, Kelly, for having
0: me. Cheers. That's Leslie Sampson. She's founding executive director of Coyote Watch.